welcome back to But Did They Do It podcast. I am your host, McKinley Daw, and today I have a very special episode for you guys. This isn't like our normal episodes, because today is a book recommendations episode. Yay! I'm actually very excited for this, because this is going to be a lot more casual than my normal episodes. I probably won't like edit this at all, just because I'm not like telling a story. I'm just giving my opinion, which is nice. So, yeah, I have six books here with me. Um, I do have them ranked from my least favorite to my most favorite, but not to say that my least favorite ones are, like, bad books. I think that some people would like them. They're just not my personal favorite. But we'll go over that. It's going to be great. Um, updates. I'm still working on the website. It's coming along. I just want it to be, like, perfect before... I release it or anything. Um, what else? Um, I keep. I feel like every week I say that I'm working on my Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing, and I I swear I am working on it. There's just a lot to go over. Still working on that. Um, there will sadly not be an episode next week. I will be in uh, Washington, Canada, on a trip. So. I just decided to take a week off so that I can have fun on that trip. And then right as I get back from that trip, two days later, I move out to college. So I'm still trying to figure things out with college. And I would like to continue the podcast while I'm there. So I'm hoping that I'm able to. Um, I'm just not really sure what the circumstances will be, if that makes any sense. But I'm just planning on, probably before I leave, trying to pre-record as many episodes as I can. And then um, maybe just, uh, like, recording on the weekends that I come home and stuff. So that I can keep bringing these episodes to you guys because that is what I want to happen. I want to keep doing this. So, hopefully it works out. Um, but yeah, I don't think I have anything else to update on. So let's just hop right into the book recommendations episode. Um, okay, I'm going to start with my least favorite. Um, my, if you hear like books like being moved in the background, that, that's the sound. That's the sound that's being made in the background. Um, I'm just trying to figure out, there are two books that are kind of, Okay, this one is my... Okay, so I don't know if least favorite is the right term because it's still, like, a decent book. It just... I think someone out there is going to love this book. I just, just... I have a short attention span, and if the book doesn't capture my attention within the first two chapters, I just can't do it, and that's how this book kind of was. So, this book is called Unsolved by James Patterson and David Ellis. It um, has pretty good reviews. So, I've only read, let me see, I only got to page like 60. Oh, I got to like chapter 14, which I'm surprised. But it's just, it was just hard for me to get into. It is a pretty long book. Um, it's about like 500 pages. Um, I just couldn't get into it. Um, I got this uh, 30% off at Barnes & Noble. It still has the sticker on it. But 
it's like a pretty I don't know here let me let me read the summary to you guys and then you guys can kind of decide um I read started reading this book so long ago but I mean the summary from reading the summary it sounds really good but you kind of have to read a lot to kind of get into it so if you are able to do that by all means do it because that's good for you I just could not so here's the summary it says FBI agent Emmy Dockery is absolutely relentless. She's young and driven, and her unique skill at seeing connections others miss has brought her an impressive string of arrests. But a shocking new case of unfolding across the country has left her utterly baffled. The victims all appear to have died by accident and seem to have nothing in common. But this many deaths can't be a coincidence, and the killer is somehow one step ahead of every move Dockery makes. T- Sorry. To FBI Special Agent Harrison Books Bookman, everyone in the FBI is a suspect, particularly Emma Dockery, and the fact that she's his ex-fiance doesn't make it any easier. Ooh, drama. (laughs) But someone else is watching Dockery too, studying, learning, waiting until it's the perfect time to strike. So, in theory, it sounds really good, right? But, you know, it's kind of like, what can I compare it to? I can compare it to, like, the first book of Harry Potter. If you've tried to read the first book of Harry Potter, it is really hard to get into because the first few chapters are kind of boring. I did read Harry Potter and I love Harry Potter. This one just takes a little bit more. Like I said, I got to like chapter 14 and just stopped because I just was over it. But it sounds really good. I would recommend this um, to anyone who has a long attention span. But if you don't, I wouldn't recommend it. But... It does sound like a pretty decent true crime book, so I'm going to leave it at that. Moving on. Okay, I'm going to put this over here. Hopefully that doesn't fall. Next, we have a book called Dear Justice by Nick Stone. Um, I bought this at Target for 20% off. Target always has the best books. Like, if you're looking for a good true crime book, go to Target because they're almost always on sale too. And there's there are a lot of, like ones that you won't find at like Barnes and Noble like the one I'm going to talk about after Dear Justice I got from Target is one of my favorite true crime books so Dear Justice is actually a number one by a New York Times bestselling author and Nick's like I said Nick Stone and so Dear Justice is it's kind of like a series almost like so she wrote a book called Dear Martin and that's I think is one of her most popular books it looks like um but yeah and it looks like they have like similar characters I haven't read Dear Martin but I mean that would probably be a good one too um I like I said I bought it from Target I didn't I looked inside of it and I kind of after I bought it and kind of realized it's at a much easier reading level than what I like am so it's a super short book um with like pretty decent sized like big text so it's like very short but the storyline and plotline are great and that's why I really liked the book but it is um kind of like for kids kind of not like kids I'd say like a 13 14 year old reading level I don't I don't really know I don't know about reading level anymore So let me just read you the summary. Uh, It says, Vernell Laquan Banks and Justice McAllister grew up in the block... Sorry. 
They grew up a block apart in the southwest Atlanta neighborhood of Wynwood Heights. Years later, though, Justice walks the illustrious halls of Yale University and Quan sits behind bars at the Fulton Regional Youth Detention Center. Through a series of flashbacks and letters to Justice, the protagonist of Dear Martin, Quan's story takes form. Troubles at home and misunderstandings at school give rise to police encounters and tough decisions. But then there's a dead cop and a weapon with Quan's prints on it. What leads a bright kid down a road to a murder charge? Not even Quan is sure. So it looks like it's a sequel to uh, Dear Martin. I did not know that. But it's a pretty good book. Um, It has a good ending. Everything in between is good. It is written in a cool way. Like um through letters obviously like it kind of said uh but then there's also just like points of view um I don't really know like let's it's like third person I don't know it's not third person but yeah some of it's like through letters and then they go like do flashbacks and stuff um I don't really know how to explain it you just kind of have to read it to know but I would recommend this book Dear Justice by Nick Stone, and maybe read Dear Martin first, because it looks like this is the sequel. I didn't know that, but there you go. Put this over here. Okay, the next one is called What She Knew by Gilly Macmillan. I think that's it. The Target, I also got this one from Target, 20% off, and the 20% off sticker is covering the last name, so I think that's the author's last name, but it's a New York Times bestseller. This book is really good um it's not like my most favorite because the uh, other three that are to come are amazing but this one is also very very good um it's so good that it's like super worn I've read this several times it still has like a bookmark in it um super good um but yeah it's it's just kind of like scary you know because this book is very realistic so and like this kid and it kind of makes me realize that like truly something like this could happen to anyone at any time even though you don't think it'll ever happen to you it absolutely can and it's like this book here I'll let me read you the summary and then I will explain what I mean so it says Rachel Jenner is walking in a Bristol park with her eight-year-old son Ben when he asks if he can run ahead It's an ordinary request on an ordinary Sunday afternoon, and Rachel has no reason to worry until Ben vanishes. The police are called, search parties go out, and Rachel, already insecure after her recent divorce, feels herself coming undone. As hours and then days pass without a sign of Ben, everyone who knew him is called into question. From Rachel's newly married ex-husband to her mother of the year sister, inevitably media attention focuses on Rachel too. And the public's attitude toward her begins to shift from symphony to suspicion. Some from symphony. From sympathy to suspicion. As she desperately pieces together the threadbare clues, Rachel realizes that nothing is quite as she imagined it to be, not even her own judgment. And the greatest dangers may lie not in the anonymous strangers of every parent's nightmares, but behind the familiar smiles of those who she trusts most. Where is Ben? The clock is ticking. So that that sounds very good, right? So that's kind of what I mean by it can happen to anyone, right? Like she was just on a walk with her son and her son was like, hey, can I run up ahead? She never saw him again, right? So 
it can happen to anyone. Like, truly. She didn't think this would ever happen to her until her child went missing. So, it's really good. It's so good. You guys would love this. Oops. It fell out. Um, yes, I would very much recommend this book. Um, let me see. It's... Mm, the New York Times bestselling author Lianne Moriarty said that it is an amazing, gripping, beautifully written debut, which I would agree with. Um, it's a pretty long book. It's 500-ish pages, 460 pages. You should guys should go find this book. Um, I'm not sure if it's still at Target. It looks like it cost me 16 bucks, but it was 20% off. So i'm not i don't you know what i'm not even going to try and do that math in my head because i know i'd get it wrong okay it's summertime forgive me but yes what she knew by gilly mac macmillan 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 yeah sorry um but yeah that one's really good okay now we're getting to my top three which these ones are very very good so two of them um are in a series so I'm just going to kind of group them together um though I've only finished one of them I'm halfway through the other so it's actually a three book series but I only have the first two books um it's the a good girl's guide to murder series um this the first book is actually a new york times bestseller if that tells you anything it's by holly jackson so I'm just going to talk about the first book first so this book is basically I've read this book so recently I could I'm just gonna summarize it for you so basically this girl named um Pip lives in this small town um she for her they call it in the book a senior capstone project but I would kind of relate it to a senior project it's kind of the similar idea and so she decides that she wants to reinvestigate this like kind of crazy murder case that happened in her town so basically the murder case, this really popular high school senior girl whose name was Andy Bell went missing in the confinder and then her boyfriend was kind of like a suspect and then he killed himself. So they all, though they never found her body, they just kind of were like, oh, he murdered her, like something must have happened, like they got in a fight, he killed her. But five years later after like that happens, uh, Pip decides like, hey, I don't think that her boyfriend did this. I want to reinvestigate this. So she goes on a huge journey to try and prove his innocence and she goes deep into some crazy crap and it's really, really good. Um, it makes me want to flip and be a detective because she's just like a freaking high schooler and she's... I don't want to give too much away. I don't want to say anything because it's like actually shocking like what happens. But, yes, I would 100% recommend this book. Um, I got it. I have a, the paperback of this book, and it cost me 11 bucks at Barnes & Noble. So, highly would recommend this book. It's actually very, very good. Okay. So, I'd put that above this second book, just because I haven't finished this second book. But, the second book is Good Girl, Bad Blood. Um... I'm barely halfway through it, but so far it's very good. Um, let me find what the 
third book is called because I don't have that one because when I um uh, bought the books I was kind of like uh like should I buy the third book because I don't know if I'll like it so the final book is called as good as dead I don't have that book I'm sure it's great but so the second book has been really good so far um I don't know if I could summarize it for you because I haven't read enough to know but let me read you the summary so it says pip is not a detective anymore with the help of robbie singh she released a true crime podcast about the murder case they solved together last year though the podcast went viral pip insists that her sleuthing days are behind her but when someone she knows goes missing and the police don't do anything pip has no choice but to investigate jamie reynolds disappeared on the very same night the town hosted a memorial for the six-year anniversary of the deaths of Andy Bell and Sal Singh. It has to be more than a coincidence. To track Jamie down, Pitt follows a trail of clues, uncovering more of her town's dark secrets along the way. And this time, everyone is listening. But will she find him before it's too late? So, very good, right? Like, I know that this book is going to be good just because the last book was good. And I'm sure the third book is going to be even better. But yes, I would highly just recommend A Good Girl's Guide to Murder series in general. It's really, really good by Holly Jackson. Like I said, definitely go give it a read. Um, yeah, I w- and it's not like the type of series where you're left on a cliffhanger, so you have to read the next book. It kind of ends, and then it's like, oh, a different story picks up in the next one, you know? So that's why I would recommend it. Very well written. Um, yeah, I'd say I don't know what else to say about it. It's just really good, Okay. Give both of those books a read, and after you read those two books, read the third book. I'll let you guys know how I, when I finish the second one and when I finish the third one, how much I loved them, because I'm sure I will love them. Okay, now that that is done, my most favorite true crime book that I have ever read, just ever, okay? It's, like, it's that freaking good. So, it's called True Crime Story, a novel by Joseph Knox. So, a funny story about this book. I got this book for Christmas, and I read it while I was on a cruise. I read the entire thing while I was on the cruise in just, like, a few days. So, I thought that this book was based on a true story. Because I just couldn't look it up, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't have the flippin' what would I even say I didn't have internet I didn't have internet so I couldn't really look up like the details of the case but yeah it's not based on a true story uh spoiler alert but it's really good nonetheless okay so let me it's it's very shocking like the way it's written is just so different you know what I mean like I don't even know how to explain it okay I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start off by reading the summary and then I will kind of explain how it's written and why I thought it was so good give my fully honest review so it says in the early hours of Saturday December 17th Zoe Nolan walked out of a party in the apartment where she'd been living for three months she was 19 and a student at Manchester University She was never seen again. Seven years after her disappearance, struggling writer Evelyn Mitchell finds herself drawn into the mystery. 
Through interviews with Zoe's closest friends and family, she begins piercing together. I'm sorry, I mix up a word on every single time I read one of these summaries. She begins piecing together what really happened that night. But where some versions of events overlap, aligning perfectly with one another, others stand in stark contrast, giving rise to troubling inconsistencies. Shaken by revelations of Zoe's secret life and stalked by a figure from the shadows, Evelyn turns to cru true crime turns to crime writer Joseph Knox to help make sense of a case where everyone has something to hide. Zoe Nolan may be missing, presumed dead, but her story is only just beginning. <sighs> Guys, oh, this book is so good. I don't know how else to explain it. It's just that good. This one came from Target 2. Like, ugh, I ripped off the sticker. I bet it was 20 or 30% off. Oh, but it's so good, guys. It is so good. Go flip and get a copy of this at Fribbling Target right now. Hop in your car, go to Target, grab this book. Because that's, it's so amazing. So, let me just kind of give my review on it. Um, no, let me tell you, ugh, I just can't decide where to start. Okay, I'm just going to tell you why I liked it. So, I liked this book uh, because of the aspect that it was written so well that it made me think that it was a true story. Like, they have pictures of Zoli Nolan in this book. And she's not even a real person. She's a fictional character. And it's just crazy. Like, all the characters in this book are fictional. Like, Joseph Knox, the author of the story, implements himself into the book. He's real, but everyone else is a fictional character. Right? So, basically, he made up this whole story, which is very detailed, by the way. Like... There are some, I don't think I could come up with something this crazy if I wanted to. So, basically, um, just to kind of make sense of everything, Evelyn Mitchell, this writer, decides that she wants to write a book on Zoe Nolan's case. This book isn't that book that she's trying to write, if you know what I mean. Evelyn Mitchell isn't a real person. But basically, she is throughout the book, emailing Joseph Knox, sending him, like, parts of her book so he can be like, hey, this is good stuff, or like, hey, this doesn't make sense, stuff like that, just to kind of, like, edit if that makes sense. And then the rest of it is, like, transcripts from her, Evelyn Mitchell's, like, um, interviews with Zoe Nolan's friends, family, and her twin sister. So it just kind of goes through everything and you see so many different sides of the story that it's like hard to find out who you think did it because there's so much going on and the end is absolutely shocking. Like it's just nuts to me that a fictional book can seem so real. Like I literally thought that this was a true story and when I went to go, when I got home and I was looking up this case, trying to figure out like more details to it, could not find any anywhere. I searched for like hours until I realized that this is a fictional book. Like that's, oh, I'm sorry, but that is how good it is. It's kind of creepy. I will say that if you're easily freaked out by creepy things, I wouldn't read it, but I get kind of creeped out by creepy things a lot and I still read it. So, personally, I would go for it if I were you. It's just so, so good. 
this is, there's so many events and then some people like lie and then you're like, mm, that doesn't make sense. I don't know how else to explain it. It's a number one international bestseller. It's really good. Like, and I know that Joseph Knox has a bunch of other books. Um, it says that his debut bestselling novel was Sirens and that's been translated into 18 languages. I haven't read Sirens, but I really, 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 really loved this book. So now I'm like seriously considering reading it because this dish sounds freaking good. Let me find Sirens on here. I haven't, okay. Yeah, so that's another, Sirens is another true crime book. So it looks like Joseph Knox is a true crime writer. Well, not true crime, he's a crime writer. But yeah, any books by Joseph Knox, I would highly recommend just because look how it's so good and yeah those are all the true crime well crime books that I have um for you guys if you guys have any recommendations please let me know I'm always looking for new books to be reading so let me know um but other than that I don't think I have anything I will post pictures of like the covers of each of these books so that you guys can kind of see um like what they look like so you can um add them uh I mean go buy them not add them go buy them because like I said I would recommend all these books um but yeah I don't think I have anything else um like I said at the beginning there will be no episode next week but I put up a thing on our Instagram for case recommendations like an hour or two ago, um, but yeah, so I would highly recommend doing that. Go leave me some case recommendations because I have been struggling with finding cases that I like can really get into, um, but I just need some more recommendations. So please let me know what you guys want to hear, and oh, I'm also thinking about doing a like Q&A episode. Um, I think that'd be kind of fun to kind of like switch things up. That'll probably be in a few weeks because I want to have a few like actual episodes in between this book recommendations one and the Q&A. But keep your eye out for that. Make sure you go follow us on Instagram and TikTok. They are both at but did they do it pod so that you can interact with our stories and other things. And then once the website comes out, then everyone can see all the pictures and everything like that. And I think that'll be super helpful because I know there are a lot of people out there that don't have Instagram or social media in general. So, yeah, I don't think I have anything else, but I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I will be back next Tuesday with a brand new episode. Bye, guys.